Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. Welcome again to Rolling with Ungayo. This is sometime in mid-September. I think it's the 12th. Uh, I'm coming to you somewhat live from Sacramento, California, which is my new hometown. Well, I guess it's not a home. You can't really call it a hometown if you didn't grow up here. But I've been here for a number of years, been performing out here for 20-something years. And Sacramento, I don't even want to tell you guys this. I really don't because... We're starting to have some of the same problems that some of my other favorite towns are having, and that's just people are moving here because Sacramento is hella cool. And I used to try to correct people because I would say, hey, I live in Sacramento, and somebody would be like, oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that, or what happened? Did you lose a bet? And I'd be like, oh, man, come kick it with me for three days, and then you can apologize when you go home to get your shit and move to this hella cool town. But now I let people be safe in their illusions because we don't need any more motherfuckers moving here. You understand? I was in Nashville last week, and I was like, oh, yeah, I live in Sacramento. And this dude was, Sacramento's a shithole. I was like, man, continue to believe it. Continue to believe it. Don't come out here and kick it with me in my beautiful town right now because my rent is delicious and cheap. And I live right behind a fancy ass pizza place right next to a park in the heart of the midtown, man. And everything's groovy. You understand, daddy? So please continue to believe that Sacramento is terrible. But anyway, I'm forgetting the first thing we're supposed to do is dessert first. So the other day, I bought a bunch of organic strawberries and some bittersweet chocolate and I melted down the chocolate and I made chocolate dipped strawberries. And that, of course, that's a that's one of my favorite desserts of all time, especially at the end of the summer when the stone fruit season is dying down. Right. I live in California, so we have beautiful stone fruits, the peaches and the plums and the pluots and the apricots and everything. So I like to take those and some strawberries and maybe some cherries if you're feeling sporty and you mix them all up, you let them macerate perhaps and with a little uh, lemon thyme, right? Lemon thyme is the secret, man. If you want to add a little savory note to your fruit desserts, lemon thyme is right on the lick. Uh, and so I let those macerate, maybe a little honey, sometimes a little orange juice and some lemon thyme. You let that sit around for a while. And then you take some angel food cake. You can make it yourself, but really be a lazy ass. Go to the store, buy an angel food cake, cut that shit into slices, throw some butter on it, put it on the grill or just toast it. You know what I'm saying? Like pan toast that shit and then throw your your cool fruit on there and then some whipped cream or some ice cream. Voila. Simple, effective, delicious. It's one of my favorite summer desserts. I think everybody should get in on it. All right. So that was dessert first. I'm smoking a Girl Scout cookies from Los Angeles right now. I don't know what you're smoking. I'd like to give a shout out to my marijuana label. The, um, of course, I just smoked some weed, so now I've forgotten everyone I work with. If you go to naturalcannabis.com and check out the High Life label, it's me, Margaret Cho, Layla Price, Baby Bash, a bunch of other cats. We all pick out beautiful flavors for you to smoke and enjoy. They're available in most of California. 
And you can find them at naturalcannabis.com. All right, back to Sacramento, the city of Sacramento, the state capital at the confluence of two rivers, right? Sometimes there'll be bars. I think there's a cannabis dispensary here called Two Rivers. Two Rivers Sack. Get it? You can get a sack at the confluence of the two rivers, the American and some other river that I forget. I think it's the Sacramento River. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Just know that there's two rivers and you can go kick it at at least one of them. That's the important thing. Sacramento, once again, not a very big town. We got one sports team. Well, two. <coughs> two. <coughs> Pardon me. Two sports teams, really. There's the Sacramento Kings and there's the Sacramento River Cat. Well, there's three sports teams. Our weapons are fear, fear and surprise. I'll come in again. No one expects a Sacramento sports team. There's Sacramento Kings, NBA, legendary. Sacramento River Cats are the San Francisco Giants AAA Farm Club. And then we have the FC Republic, which are, is it Republic FC, Sacramento F, what, it doesn't matter. It's a soccer team. <clears throat> it's like one or two levels below Major League Soccer, uh, but still fun. And they sell out all their games. So now you know about the sports. Now you know about the name of the city, less than a million people here. One thing that we do do well is we are trying to be known as the food to farm to fork capital of the world. You know, everybody's big on that. Oh, eat super locally, eat super regionally, which is a great idea. Many restaurants out here will throw a thing where they uh, forage is not the right word, but they gather foods from less than 100 miles or less away from Sacramento, which is easy for us to do because we're kind of right in the Central Valley. So a lot of the farms are around here and we have some urban farms. Soil Born Farms is the name of a place in West Sac and it's like right in the city and they grow a bunch of food and you can get them at the farmer's markets and things like that. I went to the farmer's market the other day, actually. Really, you know, I pretend that this is a travel log, but apparently it's just a food log. So what I did was I got some grass-fed beef stew meat and I got some savory greens and some carrots, some heirloom carrots, you know, some purple ones. And, some, you know, so it's fancy like that. And then I braised that meat in a tomato base beef stock. I uh, got some tomato paste, some beef stock. I threw in some chili powder, some cumin, this other flavoring that my homegirl brought back from Oakland, like barat flavoring. It's a Middle Eastern, slightly North African thing. So it was really like a Mediterranean kind of North African braise. And I served that over chipotle cornbread with some of those nice savory greens on there. I'll, uh, I'll show you a picture on my Instagram. And it was delicious with the carrots. I let that braise. I could have let it braise a couple more hours, but I was hella hungry. So I only let it braise like two hours and then I ate it. I love a tempranillo with a spicy beef dish. It maybe sounds kind of weird, but if you have a chili and a tempranillo, man, that's that's good times. That's good times. Anyway, back to Sacramento. So here we are in Sacramento. I got to see a few cool things. I didn't have any shows this weekend, although I did kick it last night at my homie Lance's show. I dropped in Lance Woods, very funny young man. You can find him on the Twitter. You can find him on the Instagram. He's hilarious, and he does a show once or twice a month at the Punchline out here in Sacramento, uh, Lance Woods and Friends. And so I just went to say what's up, and then I ended up doing a five-minute set. It was great. I have some new jokes. Everybody come see me. Come see me at Comedy Day in the Park in 
Golden Gate Park on September 18th. And then you can also see me at the Portland Hempstock September 24th through the 27th. Ooh, I should look at getting my airline tickets. Apparently that's coming up. Stop procrastinating, people. That's my point and advice to you. So anyway, Sacramento. I love it. I wish the public transportation were better because I love to take public transportation. It's one of my favorite things to do. I think it's important. I think we should support it. I think people who have a decent amount of money should still take public transportation as a way of supporting people who don't have a lot of money and need the bus, right? Because if you run out of bus lines, it's it's like a regressive tax on poor people, right? If the public transportation is bad, then poor people can't get to jobs. Poor people can't get to the grocery store. Poor people can't get to school. And, And that's not cool. So I think everybody should support public transportation. I wish Sacramento's public transportation was a little bit better. I mean, it's pretty good in the daytime. It's not super expensive. I think it's two seventy five for a one way ticket and uh, around seven bucks for an all day pass, which is it's OK. It's OK. The best way to get around SAC really is to get your bicycle and get a bus pass. And so then you can ride your bike so you can take your your bus to close to where you need to go. And then you can bicycle the rest of the way without having to walk too hard. And, uh, and Sacramento is very, very flat. So it's good for bicycling, bicycling around. Exactly. All right. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about Sacramento, California, and some of the cool things going on out here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants... The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com.
Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right. We're back to Rolling with Ungayo. Uh, football season started. So let's talk about that in Sacramento. As a cat who doesn't have a television in his house, um, one, because eh, it's a lot of money to have cable. Two, I'm self-employed, man. So if, if I sit around and watch TV all day, you know, I sit at home. I work from home a lot. So if I had a television and an Xbox, I would probably be uh, less successful because, man, uh, a video an Xbox is like one of the few drugs that I, I have to do that drug socially. I can't just sit home and do that one. Uh, it causes trouble in relationships. You know, hey, did you clean the house? Well, no, but I did win the Super Bowl twice. Right. And Super Bowl winners don't pick up after themselves. Everybody knows this. So. That's one of those things. <laughs> so football season just started. So I went to uh, I was thinking about all the cool sports bars out here. And there's some good ones. There's some average ones. Uh, bar West. If you like a sports bar, it's probably the prototypical. It's on J and 28th. It's got all the TVs everywhere. You can see the sight lines are really, really, really good for watching as many games as possible while sitting in one spot. It gets kind of crowded, but the chicken wings are good. And if you're going to the early game, California, the first game starts at 10 o'clock. And let me say something. I love that part about living on the West Coast, right? Because you can watch two games and still be done by like four, and then you still have some of the day left. You can go do a show, right? You can go do an eight o'clock show. You do a seven o'clock show. You can still run some errands. Things are still open after four o'clock. When you're out on the East Coast, man, I guess you have to get up crazy early and try to get to church or whatever you do uh, between the hours of eight and one. And then the game starts at one, and then there's another game at four. That's so late. How are you going to go to the comedy show if the game's not over till 7, 30, 8 o'clock? And then there's like a, a 9, 30 game. Come on. Don't people have to work? But that's all. I'm not saying everybody moved to California because that would not be cool. But I'm just saying as a Californian, I've grown accustomed to that. So when I'm on the West on the East Coast, I'm always a little confused and, and a bit sad about how late the game start. Because sometimes, man, pancakes, chicken and football, that's a good day. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It can be a very, very good day. So there's Bar West. There's Firestone. Um, not my favorite. Hard to see the TVs. There's Club 56, which is rapidly becoming my new favorite spot to watch the sports. It's got one big, giant TV. If you get there early enough, they have some little couches. You can steal the couch section, which holds like six or seven people. And their chicken wings are really good. And their nachos are really, really good. And their service is pretty good. And you can watch... Uh, all, all the NFL games there. That's a good spot. And then there's Cafe Bernardo. I guess it's a R15 on R and 15th, which is it's one of the nice things about Sacramento Midtown. It's on a grid. You can find your way around. There's no excuse ever for getting lost in Midtown Sacramento, right? If you're on B and 12th and someone tells you it's on R and 15th, you should be able to figure out how to get there. That's all I'm saying. You got a 50-50 chance of walking the right way the first time. Right. Just squint. If you squint, you could probably see the next street sign. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Other good sports bars in Sacramento include there's a new spot called the Iron Horse, but I don't know if they have enough TVs really to be qualified as a sports bar. Um, There's Fieldhouse out toward the punchline out there on like how 
or Fulton or something, put it in your phone, man. Google Maps will tell you how to get it. Google Maps will even tell you what bus to take, which is nice. Uh, everywhere I go, I just, you know, you don't have to download everybody's apps, even though they want you to. And I'm not trying to say that you should put all your faith in Google because we know that they don't really pay attention sometimes to their model of don't be evil. Uh, sometimes they do some evil things. And maybe it's not even evil. It's just nosy. Don't be nosy. Do you have to know everything? I know you probably just throw all my info into one big algorithmic stew, and I'm just a small, tiny billionth of a blip in your giant glop of privacy violations. But just don't be nosy. That's, a, that's what I would say. Don't be evil. Don't be nosy. Like if we're going to have mottos for computer life, right? Be kind. Don't be super nosy. Respect boundaries. That's all. And it's not even like that's the whole thing. I understand that privacy is dead, but can discretion still be a thing? Can you keep some shit to yourself? Right. If you see Malia Obama smoking a joint, do you have to post it? Can't you just let her live her life? She's 18. She's supposed to smoke a little weed sometimes. That's all. At least try it. Maybe she doesn't even like it. Maybe she does like it. Would you rather have her drunk? Right. How many times did the Bush twins get busted underage drinking in Austin, Texas? How many? How many? Exactly. Just imagine if they had had the Internet, there'd be pictures. I'm sure there'd be Bush twin boobies all over the Internet right now because we know what booze does to people. So if you come to Sacramento, stay in Midtown, get a bicycle. That's the best way to see it. You can go to the Crocker Art Museum. You can go kick it in the tourist traps of old Sacramento. You can roll up J Street. Try to come out on the second Saturday of the month, which is when all the art galleries stay open late and people walk around and, you know, go to art galleries, which is nice. And there's dancing in the street and uh, some bands play in the street and, and things like that. And it's fantastic. It's really it's really, really nice, man. Sacramento has a lot of cool events. Uh, they do a burger battle every year. I think that's really something that Sacramento should try to take more advantage of and just throw cool events. Not always giant music festivals. Like, not everywhere has to be uh, Coachella, you know, or uh, outside lands. Um, although Hardly Strictly Roots in San Francisco is great. We'll talk about that maybe next week because I'm going to be in San Francisco next week. But I think Sacramento could throw they throw some cool events already they throw like the burger battle they throw chalk it up which everybody uh all these businesses buy little chalk squares to the park right by my house out here in fremont park and then they hire artists to draw cool things and then everyone walks around and has wine and stares at the chalk art and that's it's just fun it's just a fun thing to do it's low-key but it's hella fun there's also they used to throw the tbd fest in west sack I'm not sure if they're going to have it again this year. Giant music festivals are not only are they kind of a pain in the ass, they're also very expensive to throw. And if not everybody buys tickets, someone's going to lose money and somebody's not going to get paid. And then somebody else's feelings are going to get hurt. Not mine, but that's what I've heard. There's also I should have wrote a list. You guys, I'm going to try to be more prepared next week, maybe less extemporaneous. But probably not because that's just, man, we're just talking, right? We're just hanging out, me and you. So there's the burger battle. There's Chalk It Up. There's the TBD Fest. There's there's a uh, Pear Fest about an hour away once a year. There's actually a Banana Fest out here too, which I know sounds weird. Um, also Davis, which is about 12 miles from Sacramento. It's a college town. It's where I'm, I met my ex-wife. It's a cool town. 
Davis throws the whole Earth Festival every year right around 420 weekend. And, you know, you sit around and you talk about environmental justice and then there's bicycle powered stages and people do all those kind of things and thousands of people show up. And it's a college town, so people get day drunk. But it's a it's always a good time to go to the whole earth, especially if you have hippie leanings or you smell a little bit like either weed, patchouli or cloves. That's the that's great. And that's one of the things that I really like about Sacramento. People say it kind of as a joke when they say uh, Sacramento is an hour and a half from where you really want to be. Right. It's an hour and a half to get to San Francisco. It's an hour and a half to get to Tahoe. It's an hour and a half to get to Reno. I don't know if you really want to be in Reno, although sometimes we'll talk about Reno next time I go up there. There's some interesting things going on. But Sacramento is very centrally located to a lot of things. It's Three hours to Fresno. It's 45 minutes to Stockton. As, a, as an entertainer or performer, it's a good spot. The airport goes everywhere, but it's not too big. It's not like LAX or SFO where you got to stand in line for an hour and change. You can get in and out of Sacramento Airport in 15, 20 minutes, man. And that's, you know, as a cat who's old school, as a, as a dude who remembers what flying was like before 9-11, when you could, if your flight was at 7 o'clock and you showed up at 6.52, it wasn't even a no one even tripped, man. That when you just walked in. I remember when they used to let everybody. You could go and pick up some cats at the gate. You know, you could pick up your homies at the gate. You'd be standing there. You didn't have to stand outside the security lines. And um, it's a shame that humans can't be more civil, so we could have more fun in airports. But I guess I understand. I can't really say that I understand, but I try. I try to understand how humans act toward each other. Back to Sacramento, centrally located, flat, right? Easy to bicycle, easy to walk. I try to walk everywhere I can, especially in the Midtown area in Sacramento. Good people, culturally diverse. Um, Oak Park, I guess, would be considered the more blacker area of town. And then as you go down Stockton Boulevard, you get toward um, the more Asian, was it Little Saigon or whatnot? They got the good Vietnamese places and things like that. And then as you get to Elk Grove, it kind of gets whiter again. And then you're out of the Sacramento area. Sacramento has really good uh, hiking. Like I said, it's a it's really good walking town, right? So you can walk all along the river. There's a lot of trails over there. There's a lot of good bike trails out that way. Just a little bit out of town is Folsom Dam Recreational Area. There's Discovery Park has good hiking. If you go out toward Carmichael, between Carmichael and Citrus Heights is the F-E-Yaw, E-F-F-I-E space, Y-E-A-W, F-E-Yaw Recreational Area. They also have a golf course out there, but there's deer and a nature center and snakes and frogs and trees. You just, you know, you go out there and you walk around and you try to commune with nature in the middle of your urban lifestyle because sometimes you just need to stare at plants and think about how amazing nature and science are. Uh, when they work together, because don't forget, everything is everything, <laughs> right? Anything at its highest level is either math or voodoo. But that's a we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. OK, we will be right back with our final segment in just a few moments. Thank you again for listening to Roland with Ungayo. Roland with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. 
Oh, Lady Marijuana Lama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, Wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the vins celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you life yourself a joint. Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town. Only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers? From a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. Growing green to generate more green. Talking with multi-cup award winner Maya Elizabeth. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. I've always followed Whoopi, and I think she's fantastic. I've followed her advocacy over the years. Tell me a little bit how you think partnering with a mainstream, high-profile figure actually benefits the cannabis community as a whole. I have infinite respect for Whoopi Goldberg. I wouldn't just partner with any into that kind of thing. I'm into cannabis medicine, and I'm into making quality products that people can find relief from. So to hear that her vision was actually the same, it's been beyond a dream to manifest. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Rollin' with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, to sum it up, these are the pros of Sacramento. Great location. Really, really good food. The people are hella cool. Lots and lots of artists. They just had a big mural fest out here, so there's murals up uh, everywhere now. They're putting more things up. They did a cool event earlier this year called called the Art Hotel. I think you can find it if you Google the hashtag Art Hotel 916. So there was this hotel that next to the new arena that they're building that they're going to tear down. And so all these artists kind of took it over and put in these crazy – every room had a different – art installation and there's photographs all over the hallways and murals and all kind of things and giant camera displays and bands playing and they kept it open uh, for just a couple of weeks it was a temporary little display and then they shut it down and it was fantastic and i think we need all cities need more cool art like that and sacramento does a good job 
for the most part of supporting the artists. Maybe not in some of the bigger state sponsored projects where they tend to look for cats from out of town, but there's a lot of cool art here in SAC and I am here for it. Although I do wish people would support the live local bands more often, but that's just me. I'm a weirdo like that. So I will be at the comedy day in the park, September 18th in San Francisco, Golden Gate Park on the hippie hill. Portland Hempstock, September 24th through the 26th or some shit like that. Look for it. Third weekend in September, I will be up there in downtown Portland. I will be at the International Cannabis Business Conference October 13th and 14th in Vancouver, British Columbia. I'll also be all over at a bunch of other spots that I don't have written down in front of me. But if you just follow me on Twitter, NGAIO420, or follow me on Instagram, NGAIO420, or find me on Snapchat or Periscope or shit, you can even find me on Facebook, man. It's no problem. I will do my best to keep you informed of where I can be so that you may safely and healthily cyberstalk me. All right. Once again. Oh, shit. I totally forgot. Okay. Man, here I am talking about all the food and the public transportation and everything. I totally forgot to talk about the weed. Sacramento has good weed. There are dispensaries not everywhere. It's not like 2009, 2010 where... There was a dispensary, not on every corner, but the Sacramento County itself was full of dispensaries. The city had good dispensaries. There was a couple in Midtown. There were even some social clubs. Uh, after Obama cracked down in 2011, and the Sacramento County, not the city itself, but Sacramento County made all clubs illegal. They banned all the clubs in the county. Uh, everything kind of consolidated for a while. But now there's, there's a few more all over. Midtown's got a few now. If you go down toward... Power in. There's a bunch of dispensaries out there and the marijuana is very good. Sacramento police aren't too stressful about it as long as you have your letter on you. Um, that's about right. Sacramento police don't really care too much. There's even a few coffee shops and bars where you can sit out back on the patio and roast one. And there's also a few where you can't. Now, here's the thing. We'll talk about this right quick. Alcohol beverage control. So if you live in California and you have a letter from your doctor stating that you can use cannabis medicinally, right? State law says that you can use cannabis anywhere cigarette smoking is allowed except for an operating moving vehicle. So you can technically sit in your car and smoke weed, but you can't drive around in your car and smoke weed because, duh, come on, for real, right? Only break one law at a time. Listen to the elders. So theoretically, that means that if you have a letter from your doctor and you are at a bar and you are on the back porch where everybody is smoking on the back patio, you could spark up a joint right now. Some bars and nightclubs will tell you they don't want you to do that, which is fine. It is their right. It is their club. Right. So they can tell you what to do. If they try to tell you that it's because they don't want to lose their alcohol license, let them know that I called Alcohol Beverage Control to talk to them about that. And they sent me an email stating that if you have your letter of recommendation from your doctor and you are smoking in a spot where cigarette smoking is allowed, alcohol and beverage control has no opinion on the issue. 
boom. So they can't sweat that club for letting you smoke up in the back if you're a qualified patient. It's good to know. So there are some clubs that take advantage of this, and that's very, very nice. So, you know, just be polite. Be discreet. Maybe if you're sitting on the back porch of a club, it's not the time for 30-man smoke session. You know, take a couple puffs and go back in and dance. All right, so I'm going to be at Hippie Hill on the 18th, Seattle Hempstock on the 24th, Oregon International Cannabis Business Conference in October in Vancouver. Go to uh, ICBC.com, I think. Just look up International Cannabis Business Conference. It'll show up right there. And I will be in your ears every week right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Thanks again. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.